You're listening to the Morphology Podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Morphology Podcast, aka Murph here to share interviews about biking experiences from cyclists who have pedaled to places all over. Each week we will get to know new people and explore new destinations to ride your bike. As you listen to these adventures, you may wonder, why haven't I done that yet? Well, today I celebrate episode 100. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for being a Morphology podcast listener. It means so much to me. I absolutely love the opportunity to talk to bike-minded people and share their stories with you. To celebrate 100 episodes, I asked Andrea Parrott to come on the show, and she definitely put me in the hot seat. Andrea and I are co-hosts on another podcast called Just Go Bike that focuses more on the seven-day bike tour in Iowa called Ragbri. Andrea asked me great questions about the podcast as well as questions about me personally. So here's our interview. All right. Well, on the show today, we have Andrea Parrott. Hey, Andrea. Hey, Murph. And let me be the first to congratulate you on 100 episodes. Thank you so much. It's pretty exciting and crazy to think about. Oh, there's my uh, my tagline. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, think about it. <laughs> but just to know how many hours I've spent in front of a microphone and editing and most importantly, meeting amazing people. Yeah, I was going to say all the wild and wonderful people that you've highlighted from the bike community. It's so awesome to hear all across the nation. All yeah. The- the bikers. Yeah, yeah. And for uh, people tuning in that don't know who Andrea Parrott is, her and I are co-hosts on a different podcast called Just Go Bike. That's right. And so we each do our respective segments. Murph does a lot of interviews and I have a segment called Parrot Talk. But enough about me. I'm going to put you in the hot seat today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I am ready. All right. I cool. think I'm so excited to have the tables turn because usually you ask, ask the question. Yeah. Well, and so. I know you are a podcaster, so I feel like I'm going to kind of have a sense of what you're going to ask me, but we'll, I guess we'll see. Well, you never know. All right. <laughs> Let's start it off with this question. What is the craziest bike ride you've ever done? Okay. Um, Two come to mind right off the bat. The first one was back in, I believe it was 2014, I think, 2014. I had the crazy idea to do the five borough bike tour in New York. And I literally had just had a bike built. It was my first gunner and put it on the back of my, I was driving an SUV at the time, and drove myself to New York. (laughs) Now that's crazy. Crazy, I know. (laughs) From Iowa. Yeah, and I was meeting some friends in New York, but I actually had to get there by myself. And so I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. So I got all the way to New York City, and it was crazy, you know, congested. People just are not at the same pace as us Iowans. And the bike ride itself was only 40 miles, but it was 30,000 people doing the same ride. I mean, when you talk about crazy, it's crazy with a capital C because it was <laughs> white knuckle the whole time because there there was every range of cyclists. There were the people who were trying to get their 40 miles in and, you know, in two hours. And then there were the people that were 
first time bikers and stopping at crazy times. And I saw so many piles up of bikes and, (laughs) and every time they would, um, you know, the ride would force you into all the pit stops because there would be sponsors and vendors and and such. But when you try and put 30,000 people like into a park, it's, it was mayhem the whole day. I'm glad I went. I don't know if I'd want to do it again, but it was crazy. (laughs) It sounds bananas and it's definitely on my wish list. So if I could ever convince you to go back again, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I was talking with uh, Primal Pat, uh, Pat Mabin, who used to work for Primal, and he said he's done the Fibro bike tour several times, but he does it as a VIP, and he uh, said completely different experience. He does not have the big crowds like I experienced. So I guess if I go back with you, we're going to have to be VIPs. Well, yeah, I mean... That's why they call him Party Pat. He likes the finer things. <laughs> yes. You know, he does it the right way. <laughs> For uh, sure, yeah. So the five borough, that is, does sound crazy, but it was the one that came to mind for me first. Tell me a little bit about maybe your second most crazy bike ride that you've Okay, had. cool. Um, and, and back to the five borough bike tour, look it up if you're curious about it, because it literally goes through the five boroughs around the New York City area. And they literally close down some of the major bridges and highways, or whatever they call them in New York freeways. So it's Mm. crazy. So okay. But back to the second crazy event, it was, let's see, fall of 2020. Um, And I have an episode that I did about this, but it was biking from Colorado to Moab, Utah. So we started in Telluride, Colorado, rode to Moab, Utah, but it was a self-contained mountain bike trip. And if you've listened to me, you know that I dabble in mountain biking, but I am very inexperienced when it comes to mountain biking. So this was by far one of the longest bike rides that was out of my comfort zone. And I'm not talking like, you know, I got tired, but I'm talking about life or death experience moments where, you know, if I slid on the gravel, which was an eight, you know, 18% grade, I would have been over the mountain and into a big, you know, sea of rocks. So (laughs) we, um, it's called the San Juan hut to hut system. So literally everything we needed was on our bikes and we would get to these little teeny huts that had little bunk beds in them and we would sleep inside of those huts. So we had shelter. Um, we did not have heat or running water. So it was super crazy. I'm going to capitalize, oh I'm going to capitalize C-R-A-Z-Y on that trip, but <laughs> Um, But it was one of those type two experiences where when I was living it, you know, internally I was crying and mad at myself and I wanted to go home. But now looking back a couple years later, I'm like, "Ah, it wasn't that bad. And and the pictures were pretty cool. (laughs) Well, yeah, that sounds like my experience of rag (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) But I remember you coming back from that tour and you just had this look on your face like, what happened? I know. Like our first <laughs> night, we were at 11,000 feet. So, you know, I'm a I'm an Iowa girl. So we're trying to sleep. It's freezing cold. There was snow outside of our hut. I'm with seven other people and most of them are snoring. None of us can really take a deep breath because we're so high up in the mountains. And I'm like, I've got to do this for six more days. Like, <laughs> what was I thinking? But... <laughs> Anyway, I just keep going uh, back to saying it was beautiful. Yeah, you had you did it. It's, an, did it. it's a great accomplishment, and you have <laughs> memories of the beauty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I love it. Okay, so we've talked about your craziest bike rides. Um, and I know a lot of those go into your inspiration for the podcast episodes. But what is your overall goal with your podcast, the Morphology Podcast? Gosh, top of mind, the the reason that I started the podcast was really to inspire others. But probably selfishly, it was about fueling my curiosity and, you know, I'd be on social media or meet somebody and they would, you know, kind of randomly be like, oh, by the way, I did this epic adventure and I'd be like, oh, I want to know more. And so that's when I would reach out and ask if they would be on a podcast. And so then I learn about it and it helped kind of make my bucket list even longer of things that I wanted to try. And like the San Juan Hut tour that I spoke of just a minute ago was something that I saw other people on social media doing. And, you know, they also showed beautiful photos. They didn't show the <laughs> pushing their bike <laughs> up a, a hill with, but anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope that I'm inspiring others and people listen to this and want to try new things or do some of the adventures that the people I interview have done. Yeah, I love that. And it's it's so inspiring to hear from all the different perspectives. Of, there's so many different flavors of cyclists. Yeah. I love to hear all their different perspectives or be inspired by the rides they've done. Agreed. I know the totally. last time I was talking to you in, in person, we were I was like, Murph, we have to go on a bike ride somewhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's because I listen to your podcast and I get all fired up about <laughs> all the cool places you can ride. Yeah. So I love that. Uh, all right, Murph. Well, I can see you on this podcast. Yes, um, we are. So um, I know what your reality is, but <laughs> talk a little bit about what people think your podcast is like and what the real reality is of how you do the podcast, maybe where you're right now. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. Uh, I I don't really know what people think. What do you think? Like, I know you know, but what do you think? Well, what do you think Morphology Podcast Studio looks like? I mean, I feel like in my mind's eye, you're always pulled off on the side of the road on your bicycle, sitting on a park bench. You cool. know, I mean, the only thing is that you don't hear the background noise usually. Yeah, but that's where I picture you. Uh, it's not even close to that. So <laughs> I, I learned this by being on um, podcast websites and social media that most people, most podcasters, I should say, record in their closets like literally mm. in their closets because the sounds are much more muffled because you have like clothing everywhere and it's a small oh. space. So that's where I am. I'm in my closet. Um, but I will say I live in a um, where an old warehouse building. And so I have like a, a loft condo and my closet is huge. I literally have four bicycles hanging in my closet. <laughs> plus I have a section of my closet for jerseys and then a section for clothing or non non-biking clothing and uh, enough room for a tiny podcast studio. So yeah, <laughs> not even close to maybe, um, you know, the Parrot Talk studios that you do your podcasting from, but. Oh, we'll keep that one a secret. <laughs> but I will re I will say that you have a particularly cool closet. It's got the bikes. It's got your uh, cycling costumes like onesies. Yeah. And I can see all sorts of bike gear. And of course, your civilian clothes, it's a very small section. Actually. It's mostly bikes, but <laughs> you're right. Yes, you're right. Yeah. It's a pretty cool closet. <laughs> Thanks. It's not just a regular one. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So kind of off of that, what is something that we all know you're an excellent podcaster, you're a great biker, but what's something that you, what's a skill that you have that might surprise people? Hmm. 
Um, well, this is where I wish I could say something, you know, like I can read people's minds or I <laughs> see dead people or something like that. But no, I, yeah. I don't have any of those skills. Um, I guess well, one, I one thing. Know, oh, go ahead. I do know that you're an Uno ace. So I am a pro at Uno. Yes. I, uh, have a Uno club that meet well we haven't met for a long time but we usually meet it's actually code for going out for margaritas and chips and salsa (laughs) and then we bring our uno cards and play uno for hours so yeah yeah I love that but okay I will say a skill I possess that um, would surprise people um, and I can't prove it because we're on audio instead of video but I can I guess I could show Andrea over our zoom call but I can write backwards oh yeah so literally like how? Okay, so I this comes the skill comes all the way back from junior high when me and my friends would want to write notes to each other, but we were afraid that you know somebody would get our notes, you know, because we'd be like, "Did you see blah 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 boy? He's cute. I hope he you know likes me too." Those kinds of notes. So we would all write backwards, and then you you'd have to put the note in front of a mirror to see what the Ooh. note says. And for some reason, that skill has stuck with me. So I can, if you, you know, see me somewhere, give me a napkin and a pencil or a pen, and I will write you a special note backwards. That's Writing backwards is like the ultimate either secret agent stuff or high school stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Funny how it's both. And I, I can't even tell you what I had for breakfast, but for some reason, <laughs> I can still write backwards. So, yeah. Well, the next time I ask you to give me an autograph... <laughs> It better be backwards. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I can't. Right, no, I can't do cursive. So, no, I oh. cannot do that. I have to print. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> never mind then. Okay. okay. So, back to cycling. Okay. Back to morphology podcast. Tell me, do you have any favorite episodes? Now, I know they're all your favorite and they're all like your children. So, I'm sure it's hard to choose. But if you had to right. think of one as an example that stands out, like if someone asks you, what's, you have a morphology podcast. Tell me uh, an example of one episode that would hook me into the podcast okay two come to mind right off the bat like you said I love all of them but I'm really always super motivated by uh, female cyclists who are really trying hard to make a difference in the world and the the best episode that comes to top of mind let me look up what the number is but it is Megan Hotman and Mm. she um like her, she is a lawyer for cyclists, but she also, it, like she lives her life around making bikes that have purpose, you know? So oh. she is super, super athletic. She races, she does all of the stuff, but then she also has an e-bike that she uses when she commutes to work. She goes to the grocery store. Um, one time she rode a hundred miles with two dogs in the back of a burly on her oh bike. God. So she, she, she raises the bar for, you know, if you want to get involved in biking, she is super involved in biking. But here is why I interviewed her, because she got the crazy idea to break a world record. So in 2019, she did it. Do you want to know what her world record was? Well, I listened to the episode, but <laughs> tell it anyway. Okay. Um, and I did find out it's episode 23. So okay. tune in if you're interested to know. But her world record that she broke was she was the instructor for a cycling class that lasted 28 hours straight. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the actual world record is called um, static cycling class, I believe is what it was called. But 28 hours. So, I mean, I have enough trouble being on my trainer for three hours. So she had, she talked 25 riders into riding with her and then she had to motivate them the whole time. Like she's the instructor saying, yeah, okay, we only have, you know, 24 hours to go. We're going to ride our bikes and it's like, how do you even think of 28 hours worth of stuff to say? Yeah. They, she (laughs) got, she pulled together like, um, different, genres of music for every couple of hours you know like now we're gonna do 70s now we're gonna do hip-hop and and she it had to be an active class so they couldn't just you know spin it uh, you know 40 rpms and say that they're doing it they had to like she had to literally teach a class I hope she uh, got a great massage after that and had a big cheeseburger. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I mean, that's a lot. I struggle for a half an hour on the trainer. <laughs> oh, it's it's crazy. It's and there there is a couple of there are a couple of YouTube videos about it. I I almost think there's a film made about it. But um, but then that brings me to my other favorite episode, which I also just looked up, episode seven, which is Kaylee Kornhauser. Does that name Ooh. ring a bell to you? It does. Okay. So her and another woman named Marley Blonsky did a film called All Bodies on Bikes. And I interviewed her about body positivity. And she Mm -hmm. calls herself a fat cyclist. And she's trying to make the point that it doesn't matter what size body you are. If you want to be a cyclist, be a cyclist. If you want to be a runner, be a runner. So she was so motivating in multiple ways. Um, And she tells the listeners about she rode across Alaska with a friend. It's just this woman is amazing. And that topic is so important. I mean, I feel like no one should feel like they can't ride a bike because of what they look like yeah. or their physical, for to some great extent, their physical limitations. I mean, almost right. anyone can ride a bike. Right, right. So, yeah, I love that. I love that mission. Yeah, it's a great, great episode. Episode seven and episode 23. But really, you could push play on any episode. And I feel like you would end the episode and feel a bit inspired in some way. I hope. Well, and when I was thinking about questions for you. I was thinking about what my favorite episode is. And there's a lot of episodes where you've interviewed our friends and people who I would consider my cycling family. So I won't, you know, play favorites on that. I'm not even going to pick any of them, even though they're all my favorite. (laughs) Uh, My favorite is episode 71, where you interview the Tour de Afrique, Africa. I forget how it's pronounced. Uh, Henry, Henry Gold. Henry had a run in with an elephant that has to be heard to believe. So I'll leave it as a mystery. But you got to listen to episode 71. Trampled by an elephant. I mean, literally (laughs) trampled by an elephant. And he's like, I could hear my helmet cracking. It's it was a a crazy story. And of course, he lived because, you know, he's told us about it on the podcast. Lived a podcast about it. And (laughs) I'll just never forget that story. It was so cool. But it's just one example of the stories that you hear on the podcast that I would not know anything about cycling in Africa if... I hadn't heard that episode. Yeah, cool. Yep. So, okay. Now, all right. So, I mean, getting trampled by an elephant isn't necessarily a funny moment, but like, (laughs) tell me about some of the more lighthearted podcast moments that, or that you've had, moments that you've had through the podcast or while podcasting Mm. morphology. 
Um, gosh, I've had lots of like funny laugh out loud moments while I'm recording or, you know, talking to people. But the, the actually two stories come to mind. The first one is my sweet dog, Gracie, who, uh, oh. she, she passed away about a year ago, but she would always be super comfortable laying on the couch, you know, almost snoring. And then as soon as I would start recording, she would have to be right at my feet and be chewing on the loudest toy that she had, you know, like a squeaker toy. And then she would kind of give herself a shake and her collar would rattle. And so then it would be kind of a, I'm trying to pay attention to whoever's listening or whoever I'm interviewing, but then also kind of in the background, like, get over here, get, trying to, you know, trying to take the toy away or take the, um, take her collar off or those sorts of things. So it was like always, she just knew like, I, oh, I'm going to wake up as soon as she pushes record. And in hindsight, I probably could have just been like, hey, excuse me for a minute and then gone and, you know, grabbed the toys. But God, it was always like, are you kidding me? Seriously? Oh, sweet Gracie. Which brings me to another dog story and it involves your dog. Oh, no. <laughs> I know, Mr. Bart. So I was, uh, you were out of town. I can't remember where you went, but I was taking care of Bart for a weekend. And same sort of thing. I get ready. I come into my world headquarters studios here in my closet. And sure enough, Bart got the zoomies right when I started recording. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know Bart as well as my own dog. So I'm like, okay, what? Uh, what is happening here? And he found every thing laying on my closet floor that shouldn't be there. So, you know, I look down and there he's, you know, has a hat in his mouth. Then he has a pair of socks in his mouth. Then he is running in the other room and then he's kind of getting tangled into all the cords. And so, I don't know. It was more, it was probably a traumatic moment for me. And now looking back, it's funny. (laughs) And Bart having the zoomies is no joke. He weighs 70 pounds. I mean, he's big boy. And that tail is so strong. I know. So, uh, well, so I love that your funny moments are about our dogs because they yeah. bring a lot of funny moments to my life, too. So, <laughs> oh, God. And you have, to, like you said, you kind of have to see the humor because otherwise you're just traumatized. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we talked about your funny moments. What are you proud of from morphology? I mean, 100 episodes. First, that alone is something to be proud of. But anything specific with the experience of creating and producing and hosting this awesome podcast. Yeah. Um, well, I'm really proud that I'm still doing it and that I sure. still, you know, reach out to people that I want to talk to and they agree to talk to me, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, and like I was at an event last year and I had on my morphology t-shirt and literally I had several people that were like oh do you listen to that podcast you know (laughs) that's one of my favorite podcasts and I'm like oh yeah and then you know as I start talking they're like wait a minute you are you are that girl on the podcast I'm like yes I am I am that's pretty cool and then like last summer on I I, let me back up I introduced my jerseys last year and then on Ragbri, I was at you know just at a stop grabbing a soda or something and literally somebody rode by wearing my jersey and I was like oh my gosh so I like jump on my bike and chase him down and I'm sure he was like yeah cool that's yeah but no he was excited um and so hopefully like this year I'll see more people wearing my jersey so it's just really uh, it makes me feel good to know that people enjoy it as much as I do you know to even want to 
wear it on their back. Yeah, and I will say it's a pretty cool looking jersey. Do you have so, one? I sure do. <laughs> yeah, cool, you've seen me wear it. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a great jersey and it's eye catching. So you you do see people out there. If somebody's wearing one, you will see. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so flip side of that, have you had any oh crap moments? Uh, yes, the worst. The worst was I interviewed a woman who was um, going through some or coming out of some pretty major medical issues and was making a change in her life and had written a book. And it was a really like uh, thoughtful interview, you know, sad, happy, exciting. And I get to, we were probably 40 minutes in and we're kind of getting ready to wrap things up. And literally the batteries on my recording device went dead. And you know, I couldn't hear her for a second. And then I kind of looked down. I'm like, oh, oh, no, my recorder went dead. And so I quickly plugged it in to the wall to, you know, get some juice flowing through it. The whole episode was lost. Oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to tell the lady, you know, because she was just like, oh, thank you for letting me tell my story. And then I hung up and I cried. And I'm like, oh. And then I emailed her. And I'm like, oh, you're not going to believe this. And luckily, she was willing. We waited about two or three weeks, but she was lucky to retell the story again. So oh, yay. yeah, I know, but I oh. felt awful. Yeah. Well, at least it was a true accident and you know, you didn't really do anything on purpose. It's yeah. Just sort of, You're right. You yeah. know, I mean, that's an old crap moment though. Yes, for sure. Yes. I know. Ugh. All right. Well, okay. So once again, let's, let's turn it back to something more positive. Although it was positive that you finally got the episode out. Yeah. So it did end positively. But um, did I hear you have a new bike? <laughs> uh, I have a new bike in the works. Yes. Ooh. I ordered a Kona Sutra LTD frame, which is kind of a adventure bike. It's going to have bigger tires on it. It's a steel frame and it's got tons of the uh, mounts on them. So oh, I, I touring. Yeah. So I got the frame. And I immediately took it to an amazing, talented place here in my hometown that will strip off the frame and repaint it and bake it and do all the fun things so that it's um, kind of, you know, ready, just like it would be from the factory. Ooh, and, wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. It's pink. It is pink. Yes. So <laughs> it has been painted and now it is at a bike shop getting built up and I'm going to add a dynamo hub so that I have a USB port to charge devices and it will have a headlight and a taillight integrated into it. Whoa. And I cannot wait. So it's that definitely like a killer bike. Yeah, it's definitely like an adventure bike. So it could be good on gravel. It could be bit good on really tame single track. And of course, on the road, too. I know. I can't wait to see you in action on that bike. Yeah. And as you know, you know, I'm, I'm not really into racing. I'm definitely a recreational rider, but I like to ride a lot. So this will oh, yeah. be hopefully the most comfortable bike. And uh, I cannot wait to ride it. That is so cool. I didn't know you could even have. I mean, I guess I could have assumed that you could have a USB charger on your bike, but that's yeah. genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I am going to need it for an upcoming adventure. Oh, you will. Yeah. Tell us a little bit. Where are you going to take this bike or maybe mm. one of your others? Um, what's in the future for morphology? Where are you going to be? Okay. No, um, don't tell us specifically. We're not going to stalk you. I'm just interested <laughs> in <laughs> future topics. Well, I am actually, I was researching just this morning how to uh, create like a 
blog that I could use to document daily events. Mm. Um, and I don't quite know how to do that. So if anybody does know, shoot me an email at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. Um, of course, I have a website, so I probably could put put it on that blog. Anyway, that's a side topic. But um, the I'll tell you some of the events I'm doing, and then I'll tell you about the epic, epic, epic one. Okay? Ooh, okay. Okay. So I'm already registered for the Humphreys Gravel Grinder, which is in Missouri. And I did that before COVID. It was super fun, um, super rural. I mean, it really gave me a taste of what gravel is all about. And then I'm also doing what's called the Gone Graveling Festival, and it's in the Bentonville, Arkansas area. Um, I went to Bentonville in 2020 and totally fell in love with the area, so I'm really excited about that. And then, of course, Ragbri, which is the bike ride across Iowa. That's a seven-day tour. And I, on a whim, I, I registered for Gravel Worlds, which is later in the year, and it is in Nebraska. Um, oh. And I kind of signed up for that because there's a lot of people that I follow on social media that are going to be there. So I'm kind of going there to like, can I get my picture taken with you? <laughs> no, you're the influencer. <laughs> They're going to get their picture taken with yeah, you. <laughs> right. Yeah. But the biggest event, which I'm really excited, um, this might be the first time I'm saying it out loud, but I am riding my bike across the United States. <gasps> yes. That's so exciting. Yeah. So uh, me and al- along with a couple of friends are doing Transamerica 2022. And it's we're doing it to raise money for Alzheimer's, which um, like my father had dementia when he passed away. And my friend Jenny, her mom has had Alzheimer's going on 13 years. Oh. And it's just been a horrible decline. You know, now her mom doesn't even know who she is. So Alzheimer's yeah. is really... Um, well, it's an awful disease, but it touches both of our hearts, you know, like we we want the disease to go away. And, you know, sure. certainly we don't want to have the same disease. So anyway, we started a bike club, Posse. Uh, I don't know what you'd want to call it. Anyway, it's called Team Biking to Remember. And so we're starting in San Diego and we're doing the Southern Route across the United States, ending in St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, that's awesome. I know. What a life-changing trip. I mean, how many? How long do you think it'll take you approximately? Well, we, um, we have scheduled a bunch of events that are focused around large cities and also to be Alzheimer's fundraisers. So we're using like mm. local chapters. So because of that, we kind of are on a schedule. So we're starting mid-March, and then it should take us a little over two months to get to Florida. So super excited. But like our first event is in San Diego with the San Diego Alzheimer's chapter, and then a couple of events in uh, one in Tempe, Arizona, and one in Austin, Texas. So that's why I want to have a blog so that people can follow along. And man, if there are listeners who live in those communities, to be able to come ride with us for a day would be pretty cool. Hell, hell yeah, for sure. Um, and to end up in Florida, I mean, that's not all bad either. Yeah. I also need tips from listeners who have ridden their bikes because, um, you know, we're going to be camping most of the time, um, who have ridden their bikes in Arizona and how to deal with scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make sure you tap out those bike shoes before you put your foot in there. It's my tip to you. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I hope you raise 
gobs of money for Alzheimer's research. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Murph, it has been just a joy to talk to you and look back on your 100 episodes. Yeah. Uh, congratulations again. That's no small accomplishment. So much fun to, I, it's weird. I don't always talk about myself like this. So yeah. yeah. Thank you, Andrea. Yeah. And I will encourage your listeners to, if they see morphology out in the wild, come up and say hello. Cause I know she likes to chat with <laughs> her listeners. Awesome. So. All right. Thanks, Andrea. You're welcome. Can't wait to do the 200th episode. Woohoo. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. Thank you, Andrea, for putting me in the hot seat. It was pretty fun to reminisce about episodes and events from the past. I have more great episodes in the pipeline, so I hope you continue to be a Morphology Podcast listener. And if you're interested in learning more about the Transamerica bike ride across the U.S. that I'll be starting in March, the website is in the show notes. Email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com if you have the topic or the name of a cyclist you find interesting. Support my podcast at patreon.com slash morphology. And a big high five to the newest Patreon member, Craig. Thanks, Craig, for supporting my dream. Visit my Instagram page for daily entertainment and check out my website for all kinds of bicycle stuff. And a quick shout out to Simmons Electric for sponsoring this episode. I'll leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of morphology. This quote comes from Dr. Seuss. Because when you stop and look around, this life is pretty amazing. Think about it. <laughs>